Hey everybody, welcome to Conversations in Cinema. My name is Josh and I am joined by my good buddy, David. Hello. Hello. Um, so we are here doing another sidebar. Sidebar, sidebar. And I kind of had this thought the other day, I don't remember what triggered it, um, but um, I kind of wanted to know what your thoughts were on movies adaptations of mm-hmm. novels because mm-hmm. um, it's a lot more common than I think a lot of people think of, think that it would be super common. Yeah. I mean, that's mostly like what Alfred Hitchcock did. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of the time they'll buy rights to short stories, novels, X, Y, Z, and then change a whole lot about it. And then sometimes they don't. And it's like actually an interpretation yeah. of the novel. Yeah. Well, I think that for the majority of, moviegoers when they think a book adaptation they always think of like trilogy you know or a series of books or Mm -hmm. series of movies not not necessarily like a one and done like the road um or great gatsby or the great gatsby pride and prejudice Mm -hmm. um literally any shakespeare (laughs) i mean shakespeare's a play that's a whole other thing but yeah. it is written down. In a yeah, book, it is so, written down. You know. Well, because um, one of the things that I was kind of thinking about as well was we, as a society, went through a spur of adaptations from graphic novels. Yeah, still, still are. I mean, technically, all the Marvel movies are book adaptations. You know, that is kind of true. I never yeah. really put it that way. Yeah. Well, because we had uh, three hundred Sin City, mm-hmm. um, the Spirit, the Spirit. Where Samuel Jackson is dressed in a Nazi uniform. Oh, wow. See, I, I don't remember. I, I've seen that movie, but I don't remember anything about it. Mm-hmm. Well, and then um, because one of the things that and we can go back to back to it because we're already off track. Uh, but is the adaptation of a novel because you obviously have like Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. um, which that series sets a very uh, detailed stage like when it's happening, what things look like around it. Mm-hmm. And then you have like 300 or Sin City. Which where is they, more of like a vignette. Mm-hmm, where the, the uh, Robert Rodriguez and I guess Zack Snyder um, took the actual graphic novel as the storyboard yeah. and made it look that way. Almost frame for frame. Yeah. In a lot of ways. So yeah. they took the content and the visual style of it as well. Yeah. Well, that's obviously easier to do with graphic novels because the visual template's already there versus mm-hmm. if it's just words on the page. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot more that goes into it. Um, but yeah, so what, do you have any any favorites in mind? I mean, obviously there's... I, I feel like the young adult novels are always the most primed for uh, filmmaking and mm-hmm. just commercialization. You mean you know, like, it's easier to sell it like the Hunger Games, Twilight, Twilight, uh, the Divergent series, which kind of Divergent. I want to I want to look into that. I've never seen any of the, those movies. I haven't either. But I guess they, it really like tanked and petered out at the end. And it they bailed. They like it. hard, like pulled the shoot mm-hmm. on it because they didn't even finish it. Oh, wow. The last one. Well, because it released like on essentially the modern day version of home video. I think. I think what they did is that there's more books, but they stopped making the movie. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and but, then, of course, I mean, I we'd be remiss for not mentioning Harry Potter. Uh-huh. I, see, I thought I had said it already. That's how ingrained it is into, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it just is. And it's always interesting how 
Um, well, it even bleeds over into television shows a lot now because mm-hmm. books are, especially series of books, that, again, is a great story template for multi-season stories. So m- newer shows like The Witcher. Yes. Um, with season two coming out in December. I'm so excited. Watched a sidebar, sidebar. Watched an interview with Henry Cavill. Cavill? Mm-hmm. Cavill? Geralt himself? Mm-hmm. Superman? No, I look at him as Geralt now. <laughs> I yeah. think of him as Superman. Um, cool dude. Very nerdy guy. Mm-hmm. And it annoys me how well-spoken he is. Well, how, how extremely British. British he is. Like, he is... Yeah, anyway. Um, I think... But, yeah. So, back to adaptations. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the things... Because do you inherently think that adaptation of a movie from a book where they are trying to actually do an, a true... This is the book. Lord of the Rings is a good example of it. Because Lord yes of the Rings... No. Lord of the Rings, for the most part, I would say like 85%, they were like, we're doing the book because mm. they t- they left stuff out. They didn't necessarily add stuff until they get to like The Hobbit. Um, yeah. Ugh. Do you think for the most part that that's good or bad? Uh, I think it depends because it's different mediums, right? One's a, no. a visual. Good or bad? I, I can't. Good or bad? I think it's it's good bad. Or bad. <laughs> It's 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 bud. It's bud. It's 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 gad and bud. It's gad and bud. Um, no, but seriously, it depends on how it's done and what they're trying to do because they're both such distinctly different storytelling mediums. Mm-hmm. Where in Lord of the Rings is a perfect example, right? The whole in Fellowship of the Ring, the whole Tom Bombadil arc was cut from the movies because you need to kind of when you're reading a book, you can kind of elongate the pace in a way um things don't necessarily have to move at a, at a certain clip because you can pick up the book and set the book down whenever you want mm-hmm. versus sitting in a theater for in the lord of the rings case three hours right so you have to uh, that's why it's an adaptation right you have to trim i feel like f- trimming the fat is too harsh of a term to use here but you got to trim those certain elements down to uh, make it more conducive to that. Um, well, you know, versus so, like the the Amazon version that's being filmed. I guess it's more of a prequel, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they were to do the movies, the the the, the all the, the three books in the form of the television show, they probably would have kept it in because you want you you have more ability to expand on each moment and make it seasons and you know episode episodes and stuff like that so to kind of touch on what you're talking about because i think that that's the the main reason for me that like it's unfair to judge mm-hmm. the book version versus the movie version in most cases yeah because the average length of a script is between 95 to 125 pages yeah lord of the rings the <laughs> entire trilogy is script this is script no, this is not the script. This is, this the, is book, the book pages. Yeah, mm-hmm. is one thousand one hundred and thirty-seven pages. You know what's hilarious? The book I'm reading right now, the second in the series, mm-hmm. has more pages than that, <laughs> and it's the, just the second book out of four books. That's how out of control books are. <laughs> books are now. <laughs> Need to rein in on those books. Like seriously, I mean, I dig them, but my god, just mm-hmm. just cut them up. I understand why the publisher, because Tolkien wanted to make it just one large book. Yeah, That's how he wrote it. And his publisher was like, 
No. <laughs> N- nobody, no. Nobody JRR, would, whatever your initials. <laughs> it's like John Rain, whatever. I should know yeah. this. I'm a horrible fan. Um, yeah, I think for the most part. I mean, and, and in the case of, you know, <clears throat> Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. where those early seasons are so strong because they have that template. That source material. The source material. Um, and then the show outpaced the books mm-hmm. still by how many years has it been since they outpaced the books? It's been almost five, six years at this point. Yeah. I'd say and, at least five. And the next book still isn't out. And not close. Like the, the last book came out before the show even started. Honestly. And like, but when, yeah. So, so in that case, yeah. when it comes to books like game of Thrones, I have zero interest in reading. Well, Little to none. I won't say full zero Mm -hmm. because there's so drama and store like people driven that there's so many characters in it that I feel like I would have a hard time keeping track. It's more like convo driven than action driven. So I can I can it's easier for me to follow the story whenever I can see who these people are. Right. Because I don't remember names very well. Yeah. So, Bill, what do you think (laughs) of? I couldn't even do it. Um, do you have any favorite? I mean, obviously, Lord of the Rings. I feel like it's almost cheating to say because it's my favorite mm-hmm. just chunk of movies ever made. And that's for just multiple reasons. I think that it's still just unparalleled mm-hmm. in quality even today in, in terms of like grand fantasy movies or like war epics and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but also my dad read me, read us kids, those books when we were kids. Mm -hmm. And so it has kind of like that nostalgia for it. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's just a, it's a whole lot of things. Lord of the Rings is my favorite, but that's cheating. Uh, so I would say, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm a kid of the nineties. I love Harry Potter. Mm Mm-hmm. I would almost say, because Lord of the Rings is a slam dunk for me as well, but yeah. I would almost say Harry Potter for the reason that I was able to read simultaneously while watching. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of cool to see the variations of the story. Yeah. Um, I remember, to, to shift gears a little bit, I remember the first time that I knew that a movie was a book and they ended differently. Mm. Um, which was for I Am Legend. Yeah, uh-huh. No, that's a great example. And it's normally I would always side with um, the movie version being better just because of my innate love of movies. Because in the book, he doesn't kill himself. No, in the book, uh, the vampire's... Uh, I mean, they're basically vampire. I mean, vampire, zombie, zombie, whatever. They're evolved. They whatever. capture him. They capture him at the end. At the end. Mm-hmm. Okay. And hold him prisoner mm-hmm. because he's been terrorizing yeah, and killing he, them. He's the monster. Yeah, he's the monster in the end of the story, and it ends because he realizes that he's the legend because he's mm-hmm. the only human left. It's like it's in the book, all the title of the book all along. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But then in the movie, yeah, they very much Hollywoodize it and. Let they the the monsters quote unquote are never like it's hinted at that they have some intelligence yeah and the, there's even like an alternate ending mm-hmm. that wasn't in the theatrical cut where 
Yeah, um, which is closer to the book, but it's still closer, not the book. Closer. But he just, Will Smith just sacrifices himself to, you know, that's how he becomes legend because he saved the other humans from the monsters. Mm-hmm. So that it's much more, it's, I mean, I get it. It's easier to market that way. Yeah. For audiences in, at that time, I feel like maybe nowadays you could probably have the real book ending. I want to see an I Am Legend miniseries from HBO real bad. I mean, that's The Last of Us, basically. No, that's Last of Us. Which, again, uh, in terms of adaptations, video games to movies or television it's, has been real bad and real and struggling for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but recently, not so much. What was the most recent one that was not so bad? Oh, what was it? Because Last of Us is coming out in like a couple years. I almost automatically ignore anything that's a. I know. Well, okay, so uh, Castlevania. Mm-hmm. On Netflix, the well, anime show, and we're also getting uh, Ghost of Shishima. Mm-hmm. Tushima. Tushima. On HBO or is that Amazon? I don't know. It hasn't, it hasn't been announced where. I don't think so. Other than they're just doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but to bring it back to like to book adaptation, um, do you think which that, do you prefer? Do you prefer movies or? television shows adaptations like mm. personal preference not saying like one is definitively definitively better than one one or the other but what do you prefer i almost prefer movies just because i think that television's gotten a lot better but i think that the the problem i have with television is that they still don't have their pacing down mm. to where i think that a lot of times not all the time but a lot of times they basically overstay their welcome yeah so if a tv show does really well they'll just kind of bleed that pig dry mm-hmm. as opposed to like uh the european tv shows will mm-hmm. normally do it and they'll be like nope it's done yeah Too well bad. i think i think we're we're starting to get more of that especially mm-hmm. with um you know the rise of streaming services i mean well netflix just likes to prematurely kill all their shows uh but you know hbo is my favorite one so far because they're doing that with miniseries where they mm-hmm. set out like, Hey, this is a miniseries. This is not like an ongoing 10 season thing like Chernobyl. I yeah. feel like they could have easily turned into like three seasons of C. I was going to say Chernobyl because I love that show so much oh, and good. I wanted so much more and I was upset when it was done. I cannot wait. Cause that's the same guy that's doing the last of us show. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. It's going to be real intense and sad. Um, it's going to be good. Or, you know, even The Watchmen on HBO. Mm-hmm. Um, they set out They set out to do that for just one season. And they're talking about doing a second season. I heard. But, it, but they're taking their dang time with it, which is good, if they even want to do one. I thought I heard the director was just like, there's no Lindelof? way. Yeah. yeah. He's like, that's the one story I wanted to tell. I had no plans to expand it, so I, I did everything I wanted mm-hmm. to do, which... I love. So, yeah. Um, But but HBO is not necessarily free of that because they're part of the driving force behind Game of Thrones. Yeah. And also... Well, that was their cash cow, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, but in that context, it was the most popular show on planet Earth. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, well, (laughs) what do we do? (laughs) Oh, they also announced today... uh, 
two more se- prequel series are in development, spinoff in that in Westeros. Really, two more are are they're not prequels, but the ones that prequel that's like I think in post production now. Um, but then there's another spinoff in just different parts of the world. Mm-hmm. Man, they're gonna have to like earn people's trust. I know. Like there's there's make those seasons like five six episodes and that's it. Mm-hmm. And make sure. Somebody goes through looking for coffee cups and continuity errors and dude, it's just everything. Sad. It's just insane how much that last season just fell apart. Just mm-hmm. did you ever watch the behind the scenes doc that they released? Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, after watching it, it makes sense because everybody was running around like fucking crazy, mm-hmm. and none of the cast was happy. No, no, no not at all. No. Uh, uh, um. Anyway. Okay. So then. Riddle me this, Batman. Um, is there a book that you would like to see be a movie or a TV show? Because, I mean, I feel like, especially with the the rise of Skywalker streaming services, um, saying something going to on TV versus being made a movie are almost comparable in quality. I would say the book of John and the Bible. Um, I think that it could be. Shut up. Real thrilling. <laughs> Um, hmm, that's a great question. Who's that actor turned activist that loves Jesus super much and says that Cameron? Yeah, something? that bananas are proof that God exists because they fit perfectly in your hand. <laughs> or up the butt. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, mom. <laughs> sidebar, sidebar. I was so sad because my mom said they're they're driving to on to vacation. Mm-hmm. And they listened to our Star Wars podcast on the web there. I was like, I'm so sorry. That's the one I was extra mean and bad mouthed. <laughs> uh, immediately, I was like, oh, I said so many things that were bad. And yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, but I don't know. My mind, I mean, we, uh, I'm a big nerd. So I, I'm living in a wealth of like a, a just a arena of riches right now with all the Marvel stuff, all the, you know, the Wheel of Time is being adapted. I love The Wheel of Time, another fantasy series. That's being done by Amazon. Amazon's doing another Lord of the Rings show. Um, I I mean, The Expanse is my favorite science fiction show, and those are based off books. Mm-hmm. And they're about it's about to be over, so that's sad. I mean, all my all of them are kind of well being uh, done. Do you have one? I know that you really wanted Clifford the Big Red Dog to get made into a movie. Mm-hmm. So I know that you're really thrilled that that's coming out mm-hmm. uh, again later this week. Is that later this week? Um, hmm. I, I mean, I do. I think the, it kind of falls, I think it falls under the like young adult novel. I don't know. Um, but it's a book series called Hell Divers. Okay. That I thought was really cool. Hell it's, Divers. Mm-hmm. It's essentially, it's almost, uh, hearken to Snowpiercer. So the world okay. is basically gone to shit. So everybody went into air balloons. That was like their deal. So everybody, there's, there was supposed to be a bunch, but there's really only, I guess, one, maybe a couple that float around. And then there's these, this crew of people called hell divers that have to go back to the surface to collect goods to either repair the ship or do that That so they parachute down and then they have to evac out and be caught by the balloon again 
and so they're called hell divers. Like that is a super rad concept. Mm-hmm. No, it's really good. Um, I think there's like five books now. The books are going on. Um, I'm kind of petering out with the books, but like the first, the first one was amazing. Mm-hmm. Actually, I would say probably the first three are really good, and then maybe they're petering out a little bit yeah. for me. Um, I would say a a book I read recently um, called city of thieves Mm -hmm. and it's actually written by uh, David Benioff who Mm -hmm. is one of the writers showrunners of game of thrones but it was before uh, he went to the dark side I still think they're probably good writers I think they just had just a string of bad decisions anyway well Um, so just real quick on that though because there are people writers that could not write something of their own to save their life, mm-hmm. but they can take somebody's work and morph it into something that is right. perfect for right. the visual Which, medium. Oddly enough, this book is loosely based off of his grandfather's experiences. Mm-hmm. So it's not entirely fiction, but it's the story of a, uh, a Russian boy in Stalingrad, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, during world war two. Um, and it was freaking awful in Russia. Mm-hmm. Uh, for as our, it tends to be, as it tends, but in, in World War II especially, it was just awful. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the story of this this kid who, um, through some crazy circumstances, uh, gets teamed up with this kind of deserter soldier, mm-hmm. very charismatic guy. Um, and they're charged, and and, and they're going to be shot for desertion, hung for desertion, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And. Instead, the general of who's stationed there says, okay, I will uh, spare your lives if you do this one mission for me. Mm-hmm. And the mission is to find a dozen eggs to make a cake for his daughter's wedding. Mm-hmm. And that's a dozen eggs in a destroyed city countryside of Russia during World War II. Right. And it's like a dark comedy coming of age war story. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how it goes from being hilarious to horrifying in like a, a paragraph. Oh yeah. Um, extremely well-written and well-paced, not too long, but I think it could make a great movie mm-hmm. or even better, like a four episode miniseries. Yeah. Um, I would love to see that adapted. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think that it would be phenomenal. Um, I would, I would just want the guy from Chernobyl to do it. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Let him do everything. Just everything that's anything to do with apocalypse uh-huh. events and just catastrophes. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I do agree with you to where I, I think that movies have a good habit of taking out the fat of books and that the pacing usually is better because... Like you can have in Lord of the Rings, you can have a chapter just talking about an army assembling. Mm-hmm. But in Lord of the Rings, you can get that same effect in a, shot. in a shot. Yeah. Even though Peter Jackson did say that like that's one of the reasons why the movies are so long is because he wanted to do it justice. Oh, he did. Mm-hmm. He did, Pete. I'm sorry that The Hobbit, you got screwed by the studio. I'm sorry. Yeah. I... I still remember liking elements of the Hobbit, but I also haven't watched it since I think it was released. Yeah. I mean, there are certain elements in all three of those movies that are, well, the third one's trash. Second one had some, like any scene between 
him and Smaug are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Everything else, trash. Um, so basically, the parts from the book are amazing. Mm-hmm. And everything else is just terrible. Just trash. Yeah. Although I always look back and appreciate that whenever they're floating down the river in barrels that they switch to a GoPro shot just for a quick insert. And then they go back to their 4K or whatever cameras. Mm-hmm. Very interesting choice. But, you know, I'll show it to you later. Okay. Because I was like, man, I don't remember that. I no. do remember the barrel scene. Mm-hmm. I'll show it to you later. But I don't remember that. Um. Okay, so we have books, we have graphic novels, mm-hmm. and we have comic books. Real page turners. Real page turners. Flippity floppity. That's how they work. Yes. Um, one instance, just to make the conversation complete that I feel, um, is that a movie that spurred on a bunch of stuff would be like into our previous episode of star Wars, Mm. because as far as I know, star Wars basically came from George Lucas. Yep. And then everybody loved it so much. They were like, we want more of this shit. Yeah. True. And then that spurred on a bunch of books and mm-hmm. graphic novels and comic books and just yeah. everything. Yeah. So that's, to me, that's the only instance where I can see that it kind of flip-flopped. Is there something? Well, I just thought about, because, yeah, because Star Wars really just, it did flip-flop it, and it it, it, it just spawned so much media. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just thought that I, I never give... I always watch movies that are based off of books, mm-hmm. but I never want to read books based off of movies. Why is that? You know what I mean? It's like, oh, the book adaptation of episode two, Attack of the Clones. Like, mm-hmm. but I watched the movie. Why would I want to read the book? Why? Why is that? Maybe it's just me. I don't know. Why I, is that mentality flip for me? I feel like if you were invested in in the story or in a character that you knew continued on, mm. not that the book would be like so like you have Attack of the Clones, right? And you have a book that's like Attack of the Clones Part Two, Electric Boogaloo, and you're just like, oh, so this is a continuation of this story of these people that I know. Mm. Then you might be interested to read it if you were like, I want to know more about that squadron or that group of rebels, but. I wonder if it's because I al- in my mind I always think, oh, books are always true or not. Books are always better than films inherently, mm. than, than the adaptations inherently. They're more sacred, you know. So if real, if somebody tries to recreate the magic of a book, based you know from what I mean? a movie from a movie, it's not going to be the same quality as an actual book. Mm-hmm. These second class citizen books, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, it's weird. I never really thought about that before. Maybe I should give them a shot maybe it might be worth it but the probably like the last thing that i feel like we should talk about is a book a booksmith who almost i would say the majority of his work has always been made into either tv or movie god uh no he is a king though stephen king oh god wow you're right and it, yeah, it is a super successful, horrible, horrible movie that I only watched 
the first five minutes of. And I was like, no, thank you, sir. The original one even, or the remake? Uh, the remake. Yeah, the remake's uh, good. I, oh, I'm sure it is. Part I, two, I've never seen. I did not watch past where he was in the rain. It's the beginning of the movie. He's in the rain, and he's looking down, and then you see the, the clown there, and he's mm-hmm. like, come on down here, Georgie. And I was like, hmm, click, turns it off. <laughs> it's like, no, thank you. I didn't even see him get in. Yeah, I was like, mm You just noped out of there I did. so I, fast. I did. Yeah. Well, he gets his arm ripped off, and then he gets pulled down. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. But you have... Um, Stephen King, what is wrong with you? What happened to you? I don't know. Uh, but you have, like, Secret Window. You have mm-hmm. The Shining. The Stand, right? The, I believe. the Stand, yes. Uh, the Outsider is the HBO TV show that's based off of his book. Yep. Which I've heard is supposed to be really good. Been on my watch list forever. That that book was okay to me. Mm-hmm. Most of his work to me is just okay. He, he puts it out at an alarming rate. Mm-hmm. He also sometimes just goes on for fucking ever. Uh, like in It. It mm. is too long of a book. Yeah. Like I think the audio book version of it's like 24 hours. Yeah. Well, what was it? I think you mentioned already. So The Shining, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the sequel... Which is Mr. Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep, which I watched the movie. Excellent movie. Mm-hmm. I read the book. The book is good. Uh, the movie is uh, pretty page for page of the book. Oh yeah. Well, oh. uh, Stephen King also did put in the intro of his book that a lot of people know him for The Shining, but that he basically was just like uh, Kubrick didn't do blah 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 basically he's still mad that kubrick just yeah, twisted famously everything. Yeah. yeah this happens when two auteurs are adapting each other's work it's just no no bueno for anybody no bueno yeah uh but i can't think of anybody who's probably been as widely he actually tried directing too. maximum overdrive mm. which yeah even like miniseries and i feel like was just a cocaine fueled the dark tower Mm -hmm. man remember how there's a movie of the dark tower with idris elba and matthew mcconaughey Mm -hmm. i forget that movie exists all the time i really wanted that to be super good and then just based off of how it looked i never watched it yeah the trailer i was like oh mm, this looks like trash Mm -hmm. because the dark tower is a very popular series Mm -hmm. his kid's a writer too but he doesn't is write his name Prince. <laughs> no, uh, but he uh, writes under what's it called? A moniker or whenever you use a fake name. Yeah. Like a pen name. Yeah. Uh, he does that because yeah, he wanted to, he wanted to be successful of his own right. Not just because his last name Yeah. of whose dad was. Yeah. I thought that's cool. I don't remember his name, though. Well, then he's succeeded. I've read a couple of his books and they're real good. They're very much in the same vein of what his dad does. Yeah. What do you think is the worst to wrap things up? What do you think is the is is your least favorite or the worst uh adaptation from anything mm-hmm. you've ever seen? So it could be from books, it can be from te- you know, games, whatever. Yeah. I feel like there's something that I truly hate <laughs> that you've tried to block out and there. Mhm. Searching the dark cockles of your heart. Yeah. I mean, easy one to say is Suicide Squad. Because mm-hmm. that's based off a comic and that movie's terrible. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can't go... lower, Much lower than that? Well, I can't go more than like 
two episodes without bringing up Suicide Squad. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I don't hate it as much as I probably sound like I do, but I really do not enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what... Because, like, for the most part, it's just the differences. Because I kind of appreciate those. Um, Do you have one? I don't watch bad movies, so no. <laughs> no, I mean, I... Yeah, no, legit, though, like, I feel like I have a pretty good sense for if, a like, an adaptation is going to be good or bad. Mm-hmm. And I read a lot of reviews. I'm one of those guys. I mean, honestly, I, I might... Uh... I might say the Hobbit. No, yeah, that's right. It is probably the Hobbit. It's yeah, just because they the added first one necessarily, but like, but they added characters. Like Legolas isn't even in the fucking Hobbit. No, and they none wanted of those elves are. Yeah, they wanted to add uh, Aragorn too, and he said no because he wasn't in like his character wasn't in those books, yeah. which you know appreciate. I don't hate Orlando Bloom or what's her face for taking those roles because mm-hmm. I mean stack papers. Yeah, but. That was a dumb plot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact a that, lot of that the, there was a love story between an elf and a gnome, or not a gnome, a, a dwarf. Dwarf. A gnome. <laughs> no, and I just are there gnomes? The sin that I can never forgive them for is in the second one. You know that the the assistant to the to the to the mayor of Lake Town, mm-hmm. who like is weird and slimy, and he's like, "Oh, this is supposed to be like Grima Wormtongue from the original trilogy," and but he's not, and he's kind of trying to be funny, but he's not. And then mm-hmm. he he cross-dresses, and he stuffs a lot of gold in his chest area. Yeah, to escape the floating town. To escape, town. and it's just real dumb. It's just real fucking dumb, Peter Jackson. <laughs> I know it probably wasn't your fault, but it was just real. Maybe you were, that was your sign of rebellion. You're like, you know what? Fuck WB for making me do these movies. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put just idiotic stuff in here. Maybe mm-hmm. they won't make me make the third one. But no, the third one was a CG garbage mess mm-hmm. that just... Okay, because in the book... <sighs> I'm turned. In the book, Bilbo gets knocked the fuck out at the beginning of the Battle of Five Armies. Mm-hmm. And then he wakes up afterwards. And in if it just did that one movie, it could have been a really amazing theatrical moment where he just gets knocked out, wakes up, and then everybody's fucking dead, and it's horrifying. Like and in, that's the action. That's like the thing, you know. And like in the that one war movie that we saw, nineteen seventeen. Yes, because he gets knocked out, and then like time passes, mm-hmm. and he wakes up, and it's nighttime. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say my least favorite one is the Hobbit trilogy. Mm-hmm. So really, that kind of is interesting because my favorite is Lord of the Rings. My least favorite is the Hobbit. Yeah, well, just goes to that... show you that that there is a fine line between doing a property justice and then butchering it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. Ah! damn you, Peter Jackson. No, no, not Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson, we love you making a lot of amazing documentaries now good for you is he yeah oh, okay he, he made a world war one one like he it was like a lot of rest footage restoration mm-hmm. and he converted into like 60 frame 60 fps and color full color and they did a lot of foley and um uh video artists came in and got like lip synced to the footage so like you could actually hear what soldiers were saying oh, they're rewriting history not really no but then he's about to come out with one on disney plus about the beatles making abby uh uh, let it be 
mm-hmm. in on in Abbey Road or whatever. So that's gonna be great. Um, so we love Peter Jackson. We just hate studio heads that are idiots and ruin things. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the repercussions are for a studio exec that forcefully makes somebody do something bad like mm-hmm. that. They still like made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sure that they just kind of they just have hang out, move around. They just did not get any good critical reception, which is the opposite of the most I mean, Oscar winning winningest trilogy of all time. Yeah. They still get those ticket sales, though. From idiots like me. Mm -hmm. Who don't know when to quit. Mm -hmm. Unlike this podcast. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.